Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight to dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. With me, as always, is Brian and back this week. The Valentine Bandit himself. It's Philip. What's up, man? I'm back. The Valentine Bandit. That's weird. All right. <laughs> well, Brian, Brian and I figured that Rose told you no go on the show last week, so we all get a we all get a pass from time to time. Oh yeah, that was a a Fat Tuesday thing, and then oh, got, that's right. <laughs> work is crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's a good thing. It's it's always a good thing. What's what's up with you, Brian? We had a guest scheduled. I guess uh, we're gonna have to get Adam on a on a future show, right? Yeah, he had some obligations he couldn't get out of. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can picture it. I think he I think he probably looked at the schedule and said, "Holy fuck, Brian!" Um, I I was drunk when I picked that week. Um, can I pick another week? <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe these are great remakes, you know? Because we're, we're going to ask, is it really that bad? The age-old question, but again, it's it's a twist this week. We've got the the very, very quickly remade remake edition. So I think each of these movies came out only, what, less than 10 years or so after the predecessor? Yeah, I think why is probably the better question. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say our first movie... I think it only five years in between the original. Might, might be a record. No, I think this year we're getting that uh, Speak No Evil. Oh, okay. That's right. I think right. that's, that's uh, right. okay. less than two years after the original came out. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But okay. One Miss Call is like a... It, it? Is it a remake? I mean, it's like a English version of a Japanese movie, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. American remake. Yeah, I, I, I'll get, I get that. Americanized. Yeah. <clears throat> sort of, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, a little um, bit. All right. Well, Brian, you want to get, it, you want to get it started, man? Cool of the week. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I only got a couple movies in. I'll start with the one that I did not care for. And that's a new slasher movie that's on Shudder, I believe, called Bad Girl Boogie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to say, first of all, I am kind of wondering if the guy, the, the whoever made the movie, are they into music or are they into band or something? Because it feels mm-hmm. like when the move, when the music played during the movie, it was like, listen to our music or listen to this song. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Just like, like the Starfish movie that we saw a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the story-wise... Nightmare. 
story-wise, it's not anything. You you probably seen this scenario before. A supernatural mask gets put on by somebody and it takes over their body, and then they go on a killing spree. And whoever wears the mask, sure, like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Slasher version of Jim awesome. Carrey's The Mask. But I okay. want to say that I was bored through most of it. Uh-oh. The music was kind of jarring because it, it just, just the, I don't know if it was the song choice or the type of music it was. It just didn't really fit with the scenes and it was kind of making me not watch the movie, but listening to the music more. It was kind of <laughs> taking me out of it. Like a music video, huh? Yeah. And there's some decent practical effects in there. It's a it's a lower budgeted movie, so you're not going to see no crazy CGI or anything in there. But I can't say I recommend this one. Well, shoot. But it's on. But it's on. Uh, it's streaming on. What'd you say? Screenbox. Shutter. Shutter. Okay. Man, you would think it'd be a little higher quality on Shutter, but. Who knows, right? Well, they definitely got some stinkers. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, oh, that's right. That quicksand movie was on Shudder, wasn't it? That was a Shudder exclusive. <clears throat> Yikes. Like, they wanted us to watch that one. I would let that go if I was Shudder. Uh, but I guess my cool of the week, uh, me and my daughter checked out, uh, what's it called? Uh, Next Goal Wins. Oh, okay, cool. The new uh, Taika Waititi film. Yes. Oh. About the American Samoan Samoa team that never scored a goal, never qualified for nationals or anything. <laughs> yes. Based on a true story. It's just based, one of those. Based on feel, a documentary, actually. Yeah. It's it's just one of those feel good <laughs> stories of. You know they got the the new coach in there, and you can already tell. Right. Not only is he going to make the team win, but the the team's going to change him as well because he's kind of a well, not kind of a he is an asshole. <laughs> Got a bit of a drinking problem also. Played by, played by Michael Fassbender, Philip. Oh, Magneto nice. himself. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll bring like a paper cup up down in a lawn chair and watch them practice. And he'll go and get all these little bottles of liquor from the little corner store and like pour them all in a paper cup and just drink it <laughs> while they're practicing. <laughs> yeah, great awesome. story though. A lot of a lot of funny moments, uh, kind of uplifting message in there. Um, I looked through the IMDb, IMDb and I noticed uh, this was a lot of uh, the team's first movie role, and I th- I thought they did Makes a pretty sense. good job. Yeah, it's and, a fun uh, little movie. I Taika yeah. always pretty good. Yeah, he, he of course he makes a cameo in there. He plays a, a priest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, I, where did I watch this on? Disney Plus. And from what I read, uh, it's only going to be on Disney Plus for a month. It, they kind of okay. drew it. It was a surprise release, and they're going to take it off here in a month. So if anybody's got Disney Plus, I. Do recommend this one. This is a movie you can watch with the kids. There's a lot of humor in there. A lot of 
a lot of good stuff. I'm not really into soccer, but if you're a sports fan, you you kind of get the the emotions that were happening in the oh, movie. Oh yeah. So definitely recommend yeah, whether, it. Whether 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 is your game or not, Philip, if you like if you like sports movies, like underdog movies, you'll you'll like it. Oh yeah. Well, and they, they're all the same. Soccer. Same formula. And so, although I, this one had I, this had a twist at the end, Brian, didn't it? <laughs> you thought they were gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a. I'll, I'll be quiet. You, Philip, you were talking about your daughter, man. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she played soccer, and uh, they right. were really terrible for <laughs> all of the years that she played. <laughs> wow. Soccer's a hard game, man. My son played it for a while, and you. They had a, a day where the parents went out and played with the kids and just fucking running back and forth, like, all over the field. Just get winded quickly. Oh, yeah. No, I figured that out when I was five. I was like, mm-hmm. all we do is run <laughs> up and down the field, and I never even That's get right. the ball. Fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the one sitting in the lawn chair drinking the three bottles of alcohol in a cup, right? There you go. Bring my little Yeti and sit in my chair and yeah. <laughs> chill out and yell at the girls. <laughs> All right, Philip, you, you gonna bring us two two cools of the week since you missed last week? Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. Like um, ketchup. So, all right. So here's here's my maybe not cool, although I feel like it should have been. Um, <laughs> I found a movie called The Texas Killing Fields. I've heard of this one. Okay, yeah, so there's like a documentary version of it on uh, Netflix, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had already watched that, and it happened in Texas City. It's not far away at all. Right. Like I do work up there. the The closest HEB to me is further away than the Killing Fields. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but this one was a movie from 2011, I think. It had uh Sam Worthington, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Chloe oh, Grace Moretz, and Jessica Chastain. Holy like, shit! Man. This has to be good, right? Right. Not so, <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Okay. <laughs> they they take an awful lot of liberties. It doesn't make a right. lot of sense. Nothing was actually accurate. I'm yeah. Like it was very loosely based on shit that actually happened. <laughs> okay. Kind of like kind of like a Rob Zombie version of Texas Killing Fields. Yeah. <laughs> How was uh Sam Worthington in it cuz uh a couple of weeks ago, me and my daughter watched. Uh, we're we're about to watch the the new Avatar movie, but I didn't remember anything from the first one, so we were we All watched right. that one, and I forgot Sam Worthington was in it. And I was telling my daughter like there was a period of, in time when Hollywood was putting this guy in everything. Everything, yeah, Battleship, <laughs> the aforementioned Battleship. Oh, uh, that was the other guy. Oh, okay, that was Taylor Kitsch. Somebody else. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And Rihanna. Can't forget her. Oh, yeah. Aloha, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he was okay. He was, like, angry all the time. (laughs) So that's sort of his character. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie. It just, it, it, it was not as good as I expected it to be. Um, and then I watched another uh, serial killer documentary. I've, I've been really into true crime lately. Um, the Green River Killer series that they had on, on I think that was on Netflix too. Uh, Probably. So I, it was actually pretty interesting. I didn't know a whole lot about it. Like, that dude 
killed like at least 50 women. Like Holy he shit. racked up some fucking numbers. I guess. And to try and catch him, they went to Ted Bundy like Hannibal Lecter and got help. No. I no swear way. to God. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were gonna say they all dressed up in drag to try to get him to <laughs> come kill him. Well, that might have been smart to throw some bait out there. <laughs> right. But uh yeah, I, I, he just killed a bunch of hookers, but uh so Ted Bundy told them that uh, he he thinks that because they kept finding like these dump sites where okay. there would be multiple women in this one location and then multiple women in this other location. And Ted Bundy was like, he's going back and he's having sex with them after they're dead. And they were like, what? Sure enough. <laughs> wow. OK, yeah. well, takes one to know one, I guess. Huh? I guess so. Ted Bundy is the real Hannibal Lecter. Um, I guess so. I finished up uh, Obliterated, which yeah was kind of awesome. I really liked that show. It was nice. Fun. So it it didn't nice. end on a on a downer note then. No, no, it, it, okay. it was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of it, it is definitely rocky. there's a okay. there's a lot well, of all right. There's a lot of like really giant dongs <laughs> in this movie. Like, Bouncing up and down, or <laughs> like like dong fights, or what? Like sword fights over the toilet? Well, or no, what? there was just a whole lot of like huh? full frontal of dudes, and it was what like the fuck, with, man, but with gigantic penises. <laughs> it was oh like that's not normal. <laughs> what is going on here? Not normal, Philip. Have you ever have you never seen a porno movie? Come on, like, dude. that's average. <laughs> to the point to where you're like, is this? That's not oh. real, is it? This is was like it a CGI, maybe? Like a Boogie Nights. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but anyway, that was a lot of fun. And then I started uh, a new one on Netflix called uh-huh. uh, Resident Alien with... Oh, uh, yeah! Alan, Alan <laughs> Kudik. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh-huh. But, That's you know. how, unfortunately, you pronounce it. Kudik. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect double feature there, huh? Between that and obliterated. <laughs> Jesus. I am Alan. Two dicks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was born with a deformation. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. He's a, he's a, an alien uh, who crash lands on the planet as he's, like, he's supposed to drop off, like, this planet-ending device. And... Uh, but he crash lands before he can do it. So he's trying to find it while fitting in with humans. He's like hmm. restructured himself molecularly. So he looks like a human and he's trying to fit in and it's hilarity ensues. <laughs> Is it uh shades of Starman a little bit? Uh, maybe a little bit. I, it's, it, it was, it was interesting. Like I, I saw the preview and I was worried it was going to be stupid. Um, which it is a little bit, but it's, Mm -hmm. it, as he's becoming a human, he has to figure out what love is, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Like he's learning what it means to be a human. Oh boy. And so now he's having second (laughs) thoughts about blowing up the planet. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And I'm only a few episodes in, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more fun than I expected it to be. Man, uh, I kinda, definitely recommend that one. 
Kind of sounds like the Hail Ming Power Hour a little bit. Rick, Ricky and Danny were sent by sent by Ming the Merciless to destroy planet Earth, and the only reason they didn't do it was one thing, their mutual love of movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it. Like, there's this kid, there's, so there's a, there's a, uh, apparently there's like a one in a million genetic thing where um they can they can see through his molecular deal and actually see him for his true self and it's this one okay. little kid in this tiny colorado town oh boy yeah and so what this kid is device. freaking out and then he's uh like he has this whole plot to kill him and uh it's 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 pretty hilarious and then they finally make up later on <laughs> but the kid's the only one that knows he's an alien he keeps calling him an alien his parents think he's crazy well, have and you, you know, you, I like I like everything that that guy's in. I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad movie that he's done. Have Have you seen this one, Brian? I think I've seen the first episode and then filed it under shows I'll probably never finish but want to. Yeah, my long <laughs> list right? shows. Yeah, like the first episode's not bad, and it, and it kind of gets better. It sucked me in. Nice. And that's what I got. We got Lance. All right. That's a good one, man. Yeah, mine mine comes down to um, one TV show. It would have been on the list last year, Brian, if I'd seen it before the end of the year that we were talking about. But if you guys – you guys, how many of the seasons of Fargo have y'all seen? Three, None. I think. Okay. Three, third one's uh, with Ewan McGregor, right? Ewan McGregor? Yeah, with I've a with – a, a midwestern accent yeah Is he in that okay. show? i just now thought <laughs> yeah. about it. i saw yes. i saw two and a half i never finished that two season. and a half oh yeah that was one of the weaker ones the the first season was great the one with billy bob and uh tom hankson was in that one and uh and then bilbo yes that's right mark martin freeman yeah. with a midwestern accent philip <laughs> i do so love he wasn't that doing his yeah, but the, yeah, really got to get no, this a blade in here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's pretty spot on, dude. You could probably yeah. make the the next season, except I think this fifth one is is going to be the last. But it it season five is easily the the strongest season after the the first one. Do you guys heard anything about it? I've heard good things. I kind of like I said, I never finished the third season, and I. Was interested in the fourth season because uh, Chris Rock was in it, but uh, I just heard Ryan, nobody say anything about it. It, it wasn't great. <laughs> it, it wasn't great. <laughs> well, I didn't hear the anybody hell did say. Did I wind it. up around all these white people? No, I didn't hear. No, any, like, I didn't hear hey. anybody say anything bad. It's just I didn't hear anybody say anything at all. It was like I said, man. I think two, three, and four were all kind of like just there, you know. Like there, know, there was two, nothing two, stand out about them. Two's good. It's all right. Yeah, if I, if I remember correctly, it, it was good. I just um, I, I don't know. I think the one with Billy Billy Bob Thornton was 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 excellent. And yeah, I, like, cause I remember because of, of Billy Bob. Of course, of course, man. And he, totally I think he's the actor. Well, he's the only one that didn't have a midwestern accent because he like had his regular accent. He's like a killer. Oh. 
It was probably, cool. It was he cool. probably said he wasn't going to do one. He probably showed up on set and was like, I'm not doing that. That's yes. exactly what happened, Brian, I'm sure. <laughs> I've got a feeling that's exactly what happened. Um, that's I, right. I, I, can't, I can't see a Midwest accent on Billy Bob Thornton anyway. <laughs> no, wouldn't, wouldn't work. Wouldn't the guy's work. name you know, is Billy Bob. You know who did Jeez, a good my one? My name is Billy Bob. How are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> you sound in more Jersey, dude. I know. <laughs> um, Kirsten, Dun- Kirsten Dunst in season two had a great. Oh, but... okay. So that was the season with her in it. She <clears throat> sounds uh, a little bit Midwest anyway. Is that where she's from? Does she? Uh, it, it was like exaggerated. Of okay. course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, you uh, know. What's his name? Play- yeah, exactly. You got to get what? some eggs in your butter, you know. And what's the what's Midwest? Name? That's husband, fucking uh, North. Fat, fat Damon. <laughs> Fat Damon, Philip. Fat Damon. Fat Damon. I like that I guy. Did, I did not know that they were married in real life. I Wait, what? think I did hear that. Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Kirsten Dunst. Fat Damon and, uh, and uh, Jess, yeah, Jesse Clemens. Oh, huh. Well, that's you weird. know why not, right? Yeah, that works. Teach their own. They're both. They're both super quirky, right? Like she does a lot of indie movies and stuff. Well, she she made that Spider Man money. Early. Made the Spider Man cash, and now she now she makes what she wants. Lars von Trier movies and everything else, right? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much about season five, guys. But I will tell you that it's got more prog rock in it than destroyed. So it oh, like okay. actually had a great soundtrack. Like yeah, lots of prog rock, lots of old blues, and just a phenomenal score. Like. That final was almost all score, and it was just like watching a like an eighties eighties action movie or something. But it was really surreal. There was some like super surreal, almost like Ari Oster level stuff, which was kind of bizarre to see. But I guess they just kind of went for broken this season. But they did have um, um oh man, what was the young lady that was the the uh, love interest of Killer Joe in the Killer Joe movie, uh, Brian Juno um, Temple. Juno Temple, she's she's the main character in this one, and um, you've got um, ah shit, I'm 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 spacing on names. The from the Hateful Eight, she kind of came back, and when she was in the Hateful Eight, it sort of reinvigorated oh, her career. Oh, I'm on my shit today, Jennifer <laughs> Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, she's really good in it. Um, there's another guy in it that plays the husband that I could have sworn was Adam Driver. At first, but it's I, I'll, I'm going to call him not Adam Driver. I was about to say and, you um, can't can't mistake that face. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Kidding. <laughs> it was a it was a good it was a good season. It was a good season, and and we we kind of binged everything over two nights. So that's always a good sign when you can, you know, binge ten episodes in two nights. So yeah, Fargo season five. I don't want to say too much about it. There's some things that happen that you're not expecting. Oh, uh, Joe Curie from Stranger Things is in it. Oh, okay. um, and John Hamm. John Hamm is the other big yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I knew he was in it. I seen yeah. the, like a little teaser. So is each season like its own contained thing? Yeah, okay. it's like in, it's in the same universe, like right. different timelines. Like I think season one and two were like 20, 30 years apart. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right, yeah. I'm going to have to put that on the list, man. I've heard y'all talk about it forever, and I've never tried it. 
I think you'll like it, dude. And it's like it's just weird enough that there's things that happen in it that like you know, like I say, kind of surreal and, and, and a little bit metaphysical, but like everything's grounded enough that you can kind of, you know, watch it. And if somebody is not into like sci-fi or horror, they would still be into it because it's just yeah. a really good. Actually, the dude that is the showrunner is the one who's going to be doing the new uh, Alien Limited series for Hulu, I think. Oh, Noah Hawley. Um, yeah, Noah Hawley. He's kind of a genius, man. <laughs> He's really good. Well, and like I said, I've been into the crime dramas lately, so yeah, and that's what it is. Each each yeah. season is its own crime crime drama. So, all right, check it out, guys. Can't can't recommend it enough. And um, with Brian, with summer approaching, I'm sure we got a little bit of news, right? Uh, I think we got some. A little I bit. Mean, we'll segue into alien news because this is the biggest. All right, night. cool biggest non-news there is because i've been posting that the new alien movie is called alien romulus okay for like the past six months and last week they officially announced the name of the movie is alien romulus (laughs) you had your sources you had the scoop you had the scoop brian the internet (laughs) is my sources You you had the right sources dude yeah yeah, I think that day everybody thought it was going to be the big announcement was going to be a trailer release, but it was just a confirmation that the name everybody already knew was the yes. name. So, well, sometimes it's just it's good just to have the truth confirmed, right? Who's directing this one? Fede Alvarez. He did oh, okay. the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe. All right. Yeah, could be good. So, if anything, if good or bad, there's going to be a lot of gore and a lot of good kills in there. I would think so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here you go, Phil. Uh, another new true crime series is coming to, I think, uh, <laughs> Paramount Plus this time, where Dennis Quaid is going to play the serial killer. And it's titled hmm. Happy Face. Not uh, Randy Quaid. I don't think Randy Quaid is allowed to do anything. Okay. <laughs> I can see Dennis Quaid as a serial killer. That works. I think he really is. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Especially uh, like the older he gets. Like I know. His face is super, a little bit creepy. Yeah, yeah, super didn't creepy. He, didn't he <clears throat> think of the movie, Lance? Didn't he do like a few years ago, uh, like a home invasion movie? Where yes. He yeah, sold the house, but he, like, <laughs> then he changed his mind. Yeah, <laughs> he just showed up and mowing the yard randomly and then go in and get some iced tea and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like a serial killer, but with dementia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Isn't a whole lot. We got another rating. This time for the first Omen, it will be rated R for violent content, grisly disturbing images, and brief graphic nudity. Oh, I'm all in. There's a lot of... (laughs) I'm ready for that. I will say with the exception of imaginary, I think everything that's coming out is going to be R-rated as far as horror. Right. That's that's a good thing. You kind of have to now. Yeah, people are desensitized. Yeah, that PG-13 horror movie, I mean, 
even if the even if the trailer looks good and you see yeah. a PG thirteen up there, it's like I know. <laughs> yeah. They always cut cut it back at the end, don't they? They always hold yeah. back. Uh, let's see. We talked about that last week. Phil, you weren't here. They're they're making a sequel to Prey, the Predator prequel movie. Oh, that makes sense. And they're also making uh, an additional Predator movie called Badlands. And the same director from Prey is doing both of those. Yeah. Maybe they reinvigorated the franchise a little bit. Prey, Prey was yeah. really good. I think so. Yeah, yeah. just... Uh, Keep putting predators in different time periods. Yeah, why not? And me and Lance were discussing Badlands. Sounds like it could be a potential western. So put a predator in a western. Oh, that'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Stick him up. (laughs) Like stick him up, predator, and he's like, (laughs) cowboy's like cut in half. You ain't from around here, are you, partner? Oh, you you know there's gonna be a scene where somebody's gonna try to do a quick draw on a predator. Absolutely. Hell yeah. (laughs) And get three dotted in the head. Right. The dots are already gonna be on him. Uh, talked about that. Uh, let's see. Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, which they've done a lot of movies together. Black Panther, Creed, uh, Fruitvale Station. They are doing a, as of yet, untitled vampire movie. Hmm. Why not? And you know, whatever idea it was that they pitched has already been picked up by Warner Brothers. So how many women are going to be out there saying, oh, oh, you can you can suck my neck <laughs> to Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> oh, from the movie or in real life? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Behind yeah. the scenes and on set. See, I think we need a flood of vampire movies that are like really gritty and gross vampires, you know? Like okay. bat people vampires, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, do something different. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like uh, a movie that's a, supposedly from my neck of the woods, uh, 30 Days a Night. Those vampires right. were right. not the romanticized, sexy yeah, vampires. That's right. Those are not sexy vampires. They're scary yes. vampires. <laughs> you know, and then you, and then you had the movie from last year, but unfortunately it ended with nothing but pauper pants. Oh, as, Steve, yeah. as Steve likes to point out. <laughs> I'm never going to let him live that one down. Yeah, I'm double checking here. I'm not he seeing was like, He was on the Geeks. They were talking about the, the movie, Philip. And he said, yeah, I thought he was going to be Van Helsing at the end, but he was just walking around wearing pauper pants. And the other guys were like, the fuck are pauper pants? <laughs> are you a pauper? <laughs> Let me let me check some of my sources, see if there's Uh-oh. any. Where's what's any. your source, Brian? Let's see. Uh, Gareth Edwards. This just was announced eleven seconds ago. Ooh. Is doing the Breaking Gareth news. Edwards. Damn. He he directed uh, Rogue Godzilla. One. He's doing Jurassic okay. World four. Oh God. <laughs> I'm Gareth. What did they do to you? <laughs> Well, wow. Rogue One was good. I thought the last one was going to be like 
I don't know. They'll have to really turn that shit around. Those those yeah. last couple were pretty bad. bad. Stuff, man. <laughs> I haven't Lance, seen Lance, a good Jurassic movie in a while. Lance forgot to have fun. Well, <laughs> I could, now, the, yeah, no. the first one with Chris the Jurassic World movie, that first one that they came out with was pretty was pretty decent. You, you like but, that one? Like, and then downhill like from one. there? Yeah, and then downhill from there. When they started like creating new fucking uh-huh. designer dinosaurs. Oh, that's oh, right. when when they wow. I forgot which movie it was when they introduced that little girl that was a clone. Oh yeah, no. that was uh, one, that's that, that, even, mm. even though I still have fun with them. I was when they introduced right. that storyline. I was just like, what are we doing? Yeah, that was bad. So you've already got so dinosaurs bad. in the movie. Just. Don't make it more complicated yeah. than it needs to be. I know. <laughs> they don't have to, right? They don't have to. There you have dinosaurs. Fuck. Uh, let's see. Venom 3. Nobody cares. So we'll skip that. Uh, could be could be fun. Could be fun. Lance, it's uh-huh. it's over. Your Is girl, it? Dakota Johnson. Oh, no. Madam, Madam Webb. Webb. Bombed, huh? Murdered. Whatever. Oh, Lord. Sony Spider-Verse they had going on. Why don't they just sell all those characters to Marvel and be done with it? Yeah, now? because I mean, really? whether they whether they put bad movies or good movies out, they still make a profit, a huge profit. E- even on Madam Web, I thought it lost money. Yeah, but when you put out a Spider Verse movie or a Spider Man movie that makes a billion dollars, you can you, you're okay losing a couple hundred million here. I and guess plus, so. They can't yeah. lose that merchandising either. Right. It's all about hey, the maybe toys. Maybe we want to see the characters that we know and love. I know there's a million Spider-Man remakes, right. but uh, keep fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I think the Madam Web character could have worked yeah. in a fucking Spider-Man movie. Right. But not standalone. Where she's yeah. not the lead. Yeah. Well, shit. Too bad. But I hate to hear that. I've heard nothing but... <laughs> reviews saying it's not only the worst Spider-Man franchise movie, but oh, it's the no. worst superhero movie ever. Now come Ooh. on. That's that's <laughs> rough. Worse than worse than Catwoman? Well Catwoman has that, its that's Catwoman has its moments, but uh, uh so so bad it's good moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can see that. And she looks really good in the costume. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That helped that one a lot. <laughs> uh, oh shit, Brian! A movie uh, that you you had us see the trailer a couple of weeks ago is coming out in my local theater across the street. Stop motion. Might have uh, to check that out. Been hearing some good things about that. Okay, I'll put it on the on the short list here. Oh, another Dracula movie announced. <sighs> of course, yeah. This one's going to start Caleb Landry Jones and no! Christoph Waltz. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That guy looks like a vampire, doesn't he, Philip? Oh, and this Who? is going to be written and directed by Luc Basson. Okay. Uh, Fifth Element. Right, right. Um, Kate, Caleb. He, he's, the, he's the director of Fifth Element, or Caleb is from Fifth Element? <laughs> Let me be quiet. Caleb is... What movie would you know him from? Uh, it was Banshee and the X-Men. He yeah. was in that uh, David Cronenberg's Sons movie where they got the viruses of the celebrities. He oh, was in he was, he was in Get Out. 
He was in Get Out. He was he in was, Get Out. He was, he was the brother that was always talking right? about MMA. That's right. <laughs> okay. The really weird tell, looking telling the main guy how how he looked like looking. he had a good athletic build. Yeah. Oh, that guy. That guy. I just looked him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah he definitely guy. is a weird looking dude. Yes. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Little redheaded guy. That's the well, one. he already doesn't have a soul, right? Sure. That's what I hear. <laughs> and I, I, I've heard that from Steve, so don't anybody get mad. Friend of the show. Okay. Okay. Pauper pants himself. Yes. But our popper pants. <laughs> he said know, he's gonna I... wear. He said he's gonna wear some of the Universal for Halloween when we do the get together. No, seriously, pants. what what are popper pants? <laughs> oh come on, dude! They're, they're like the pants that you wore back in the Middle Ages, dude. That that like they're kind of like high waters, and they have like a little like strings to hold them up instead of a belt. That you tie the string together. I'm completely <laughs> like, lost right now. Well, you know, MC Hammer tried to bring him back, but he called him something different. <laughs> yeah, like okay. Newsies. I, when you say the word pauper, I, I can't help but uh-huh. think of John Travolta in that fucking movie. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. All right, uh, I guess we'll just leave off with the only thing I can find here is Todd McFarlane's Spawn movie that Blumhouse is producing has confirmed Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner are still attached because it was rumored that they dropped out because of the long delay, but they are still attached to the movie. See, there you go. Spawn. Nobody's redone a Spawn in a really long time. Fucking get it right. It's what, the early 90s, would you say? Yeah, it'll make a ton of money. Right. Fucking John Leguizamo, man. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he'll <laughs> reprise his role. Nah. Oh, I was watching another. I was watching another crime movie with uh, De Niro, Al Pacino, oh, and John Leguizamo, and then one of the fucking Wahlbergs uh-huh. in it. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it's from like the nineties. <laughs> Great movie. Who was in it? De Niro, Leguizamo. Uh, De Niro, Pacino, they were partners. Okay. Uh, Righteous Kill, I think, was the name of it. Oh, doesn't um, it, like Rob Deerdick like get killed on yes. a skateboard? <laughs> yes. Rob Deerdick has a has a cameo. And okay. Fifty Cents in it. Yeah, Fifty Cents in it. <laughs> oh and, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in that movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, the chick from the Fall of the House of Usher, I can't ever remember mm-hmm. her name. Carla Gugino. Yes. Yeah, yes. she was in. She's De Niro's girlfriend. I remember crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. I forgot about that one for my cool of the week. That's definitely cool of the week material. Yeah. Nice. I think I've seen that in the theater when it came out originally. Righteous kill. I'll add it to the list, Philip. It's fun. I just remember Rob Deerdick was a skateboard pimp. Yeah. And he That's does exactly like an, he does like an Ollie and gets like murdered. Oh, yeah, Jesus. he like he does this ollie <laughs> off of like a a loading dock or something, and then starts talking shit to a hooker, and then gets popped. <laughs> oh no, her pimp, her pimp. Yeah, yeah he's her one. You you know who oh, Rob Deerdick is, right, Lance? No idea. I'm assuming a band or something. Okay. He has that prank factory. Fantasy for ridiculousness. Yeah, that guy, the one that hosted. 
Yeah. Yeah. Big and, big and oh, Rob. I love that guy. I, I love to yeah. watch that ridiculous show. Okay. That's every time I went to my barber, that would be showing on the TVs in there. And I was just like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> that stupid okay. girl that's on there that okay, won't stop laughing. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. I think I'm convinced they're all fucking high as a kite doing it, just oh, stoned out of their mind. Hundred. <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw this thing. I guess they, they only film uh-huh. like two weeks out of the month, and they just film a whole bunch of episodes what? like back to back. So they're okay. probably, they probably are. With the amount oh, of yeah. time as they are on set, they yeah. got, they got to kill not? time somehow. Makes sense. Yeah, he Makes popped, sense. he popped up in it, and I was like, holy shit, is that oh, Rob Deering? Wow. Right? My wife is like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Righteous. He gets people. killed mid-skateboard trick. I have yeah. got to see this movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I think they build it as like... It was like, for I don't know why, but it was like Robert and De Niro in a movie together. And I was like, they've been in movies oh, together. Oh, yes, I see that. Okay. Yeah. Pacino 50 and De Niro, they're plays classic. Spider. Yeah. All right. Oh, Leg was the And cop. he's actually in the movie quite a bit. He's pretty good. Right. Huh. Very interesting. All right. Definitely oh, a better movie than better movie than the other one we saw tonight that came out in two thousand eight. No, we'll get that. Oh, was it two thousand and eight? Is that when it came out? I guess they yeah. were pretty old. <laughs> two thousand eight. I feel like De Niro and Pacino have been old for like ever. No shit. Since like yeah, the 30s. still having children. I know. Yeah. I know. What are they like? Eighty and just both had babies. Still giving something it like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> using a pump probably <laughs> an ED medication, and um, might or might not actually be Viagra. It was the greatest invention <laughs> ever. It might or might not actually be their sperm, but you know. Listen, I'm not uh, afraid to do bad impressions. <laughs> no, but you do a great Arnold, man. Where's where's that Arnold? <laughs> a terrible Arnold. <laughs> Although I did plug my phone in the other day and it said like to- uh-huh. turbocharger, and I was like, oh, it's uh-huh. a turbocharger. <laughs> uh, he had a great Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Oh, the State Farm State one. Farm? Yeah, yeah na- neighbor. Yeah, and AJ and I just. We just looked at our state farm bill for our car and we're like, okay, we paid for that. <laughs> so makes sense. It, insurance is a scam. Oh, no doubt. When they've got him, Patrick Mahomes, um, Jake, God only knows who else they got in their commercials, right? That's true. Although I do like the Jake from State Farm commercials, even though they replaced Jake. But I like the a new Jake. Jake. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. replaced Jake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the original like one was just some now. dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this one actually looks like he's... It's like, oh, I've seen that guy somewhere. <laughs> right. All right. Trailer All park. right. Moving on. Uh, we're going to go down to the trailer park. Brian will be big, the small, and sometimes very, very weird. What's the first new trailer tonight, Brian? Sting. Giants. Spider movie. Oh, the police are back together then, huh? I don't think so. <laughs> are they alive? Uh, I, think Sorry. I think they're alive. I think they're alive. Yeah, the wrestler. That's right. Yeah. He's um, alive. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a big year for, for Spider-Man. Like, 
Yeah, we talked about the other one that used uh, realistic spiders. And this one, we got uh, not a realistic spider, at least I hope, because that is mm-hmm. a pretty big spider near the end of the trailer. Another another weakness has to be with us, right? Oh, trust me. I, I'm sticking these movies in my back pocket for the times I want to mess with Nez because our brother Nez does not like spiders. It's just another day in Australia. Oh, that's right. Uh, and the, the, the camel spiders in the Middle East, Philip? Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> this is written and directed by, okay. Terrifying is what they are. Kaya Roche Turner, Lance, he did the Wormwood okay. movies. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yep. they were pretty good. He also has a shark movie coming out. Um, is that that one in Paris or whatever? Paris Down Under or whatever? You know what? It might be that one. <laughs> okay. Is that There's where just the... only so many ways that you can introduce a shark into a movie. Yes. Is that the, is that where the the the, the catacombs are the, the the underground? Probably so. That that's probably yeah. That's probably yeah. the. I'm guessing that's probably the twist in this one. Uh, okay. Kaya Roche turn. But this one, I'm into this one. It looks like it might be fun. I know there's going to be a lot of moments where I'm just kind of like, why do you, why are you keeping this spider? Yeah. Oh, of for course. sure. Of course. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's just me, but I think I would be freaked out if the spider would try to communicate with me. If I tapped on the glass and it tapped back, like. <laughs> Start whistle. I don't know. If I, had, if I had a pet spider, I'd be pretty pumped about, about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they kind of need, huh? Yeah, he knows who I am. We could be what if it kept What if it kept growing? Well, then that hmm. one. As long as he's my friend, I guess I don't. Friendly I probably spider, would have a pet right? spider. I have a thing with spiders too. I don't like them very much. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like the spider in this trailer is outside of the little girl friends with anybody else. Didn't look that way, did it? I do like the the location. Uh, looks like it's going to take place mostly in an apartment building. So okay. I'm into it. No, I really like the the director. I like mm-hmm. I like what he did with Wormwood as far as like the story and the practicals and. Yep. We're gonna feel bad for the spider, aren't we? He's just gonna be protecting the little girl. Probably. Probably. I guarantee it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> May 2nd. Okay. I'm sure we'll be there. Oh, yeah. Next one. This one's for Steve from the Geeks. He's a big werewolf fan. New Larry (laughs) Fesenden? Fesenden. 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 Okay. (laughs) That's not a name. (laughs) You made that up. (laughs) Oh, says it right here. Yep. Yep. Just how Lance said it, not how I said it. The new werewolf movie called Blackout. Blackout. Okay, not not Pauper Pants the movie. Gotcha. Which, I know Larry from a billion things he's done in horror, so yes. you got my interest there. 
And I believe in the trailer we saw Barbara Crampton. So it's always nice well, to see that, Barbara. That, Saying that Barbara the movie right like there. first name basis with her, but it's okay. Yeah, I would yeah. like to be. Babs. <laughs> oh, that, that, that comes later. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> oh, you got to one step at a time. Well, what'd you guys think of Blackout? Eh. It could be good. It could also suck a whole lot of ass. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of hard to tell from just the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it looks like they took a kind of a serious take on the werewolf thing. Um, Right, right. So, I mean, they're playing it pretty straight. And it might be good. You know, we hadn't had a real good werewolf movie in a while. Well, that one that came out with the uh, AT&T girl wasn't bad. <laughs> but it, it was uh, AT&T, the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Werewolves Within. Yeah. Yeah, the, it was kind of like a murder mystery slash werewolf movie. Yeah, but it was it was kind of a uh, dark comedy more than anything. Uh, <laughs> Phil, when we, when we review the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie, that's exactly what Lance is going to sound like. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I do like the premise of because usually when you get werewolf transformations and the person blacks out, like they're just in total mm-hmm. denial of what's going on. And then this guy seems to know exactly what's happening. And he's trying to figure out what's going on. So I think we can skip all of that. Denial of am I a werewolf or not? Yeah. In other words, he owns it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he know. It sounds like he knows it before anybody else does, and he's freaking out. (laughs) Right. Pulls the guy into the jail cell with him. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see something cool. (laughs) It didn't. It didn't. It didn't give me anything that was like, oh man, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Right. That was kind of my takeaway too, Brian. But I don't hate it. Yeah, I can see what you guys are saying. So I'm pretty sure this is this is definitely a movie that's going to be picked up by Shutter or Screenbox or something. And mm-hmm. so I I'll think be surprised we'll watch, if it gets a theater release, though. I I doubt it. Yeah. So I do not see a release date. Says September 29th of last year, so that must be like of last year. <laughs> the festival rounds, festival so, festival circuit. So this probably will end up on Shutter or something this year, or maybe it's already out there. Could be. <laughs> Could be. All right, our final trailer. The coup de gras. <laughs> movie that involved crypto. Pornography, cryptids. What? what do you, what do you call it? What do you call cryptids? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> huh. Sasquatch Sunset. Oh God! Opens up with one Sasquatch giving it to another one. <laughs> hey, bear fucker! Thing, Lance. The uh, thing that caught your eye was produced by Ari Aster, which I immediately said, "What's wrong with this guy?" I think I said that last week when we brought his name up. Right. 
There's probably a this, lot wrong with Ari Aster, to be fair. <laughs> this stars Jesse Eisenberg, Riley Cano. <laughs> Completely unrecognized. Yep. If they didn't say they were playing Sasquatches, I wouldn't even know that they were playing Sasquatches. <laughs> but well, I'm into this. You wouldn't this, know that it was them. Definitely yeah. know that they were Sasquatches. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> They look like the Slim Jim Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish they looked more like the... What's that movie from when we were kids? Harry and Harry the Hendersons. Yeah, yeah, that was a great Bigfoot right there. Jeez. I watched that movie a million fucking times. Oh, so did I. <laughs> I well, uh, they kind of look like that a little bit, too. Well, I mean, like, kind of big like that. Oh, yeah, ones, yeah, that's true. Like... They're on a diet or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they're like regular sized people. <laughs> you thought you thought obliterated had some big dongs in it, Philip? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> These are just hairier. <laughs> but I, I'm interested in this movie. It, lo- it looks like there's oh, gonna yeah. be some humor, a little, little, probably a little bit of you think? drama in there. I don't know how, but okay. <laughs> A lot of humor, for sure. <laughs> it's really s- stupid, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, wow. we're all going to watch it, but boy, it looks dumb. Dude, I laughed like four times in this trailer. It looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, uh, I, it, there's there's yeah. a really good chance it's going to suck ass. Well, just get but, green before you see it. But this is one where the where when they did the trailer, I was like, oh, well, I have to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's no way any of us are going to avoid this one. Now, Lance, you're you're a big Ari Aster fan. Oh, big time. Yeah. Do you I think he I'd... would slap his name on this if it was going to be bad? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Seems like a weird movie for him to slap his name on. It does. And I think that's kind of why he's doing it, to be honest with you. Because we don't, so, we don't, we don't hear produced by Ari Aster a whole lot. No, I mean, maybe once every not three like years. James Wan, we hear Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. Right. Yeah, Toro. Quentin Tarantino did that a few times. Guillermo almost directed one Miss Call remake. Yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. Gonna be one of the trivia oh, things. Yeah, I, was yeah. At. I, I saw that. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, how this movie could have been different. I know. Uh, maybe or maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyway. Or maybe he saw the script and was like, meh, I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'll do Hellboy 2 instead. <laughs> yeah. I know we're not talking about that yet, but maybe he saw the script, yes. rewrote it, turned it in, and they were okay. like, what do you? what is this? This is yeah. not our movie. <laughs> True. Would have been completely Why unrecognizable. Why is this person fucking a fish? What is your deal? Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be cinematic. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why is Megan Good leaning over a pool w- w- with huge cleavage? <laughs> oh, gosh. well, we know why, That's... but okay. That... I'll, I'll wait till we get there. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds like we're all somewhat in different yes. levels. We're all in. in on this one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So this one comes out April 19th. Okay. And that is. The last trailer. All righty. Let's see what we got for some feedback. Uh, this week, 
we shine the podcast spotlight on Rise from the Dead podcast. Uh, Rise from the Dead podcast is a show where host Ash X Ashes and J3RM uh, dive into lesser known horror gems. Uh, find out if the film deserves to be uh, to rise from the dead or stay buried. Oh. Hmm. I like the gimmick. Yeah, I like I like the <clears throat> lesser known horror movies. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, regarding Under Paris, what is Under Paris? It's that shark movie. Me and Lance. Oh, that's just a shark movie. About. Okay, that's what yeah. I was like. I think it's just coming talking about to, it. I think I missed a couple words in there. I think it's um, coming to Netflix. Okay. Uh, well, Rob Humphrey says it looks amazing. Nice. Sharks in the catacombs. Uh, regarding Bede versus the Living Dead, uh, Zim Vader said, um, I had a little orgasm when Nez popped up as a guest in this. Great episode. Nice. Just, just a tiny one. Like a massaging shower orgasm. <laughs> uh, regarding No Way Up Tim Davis says I'm waiting for this to come out uh, Tim I believe it is out right now This is that uh, we review the trailers The to, to plane crashes And the plane goes underwater And the sharks are swimming Oh around. another shark one That one doesn't look terrible I, I, You know I There was another plane crash Underwater movie that I thought was this one, and I don't think mm-hmm. it was. And so I almost started watching it because I thought it was the shark movie, and then I think it turned out to be something else. Oh. But it was like something about breathe in the title. I can't remember the name of it. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, regarding the Horror Returns group, Marcy Papandria says, love you guys. Love, love you, you too. too. All right. Thank you, Marcy. <laughs> Um, regarding Ghostbusters, uh, Alexander, well, I'm gonna fucking butcher your name, dude. Uh-oh. Pelk, Pelk. Oh, Pelk. I thought it was that's nice. easy. <laughs> I um. <laughs> Alexander Daddario. Okay. <laughs> Alexander Pelk uh, says, uh, absolutely my favorite movie ever. Ah, Ghostbusters is fantastic. Nice. Um, Josh Caban says, I also love this movie. Awesome. Oh, I guess I could have put that in uh, news. Uh, the director said the original Ghostbusters are going to be actual characters and not cameos this time. Look that way from the from the trailer. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> yes, Bill Murray actually showed up he for the entire back. shoot. Yes, I love Bill Murray. <laughs> and Ernie Hudson. Even, even in all his stupid fucking movies that he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're fun. Yeah. Um, Katie Yoder sent us an email, says, uh, hello, I've got a riveting film for you to watch and review uh, that is gaining traction. The Wendigo. I'll take that. A 2024 Native American lore horror thriller uh, directed by Gabe uh, Creates, at Gabe Creates, uh, that is now available on most platforms. Um, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Google Play, YouTube, Vudu. All that good stuff. Uh, stars um, Fievel Stewart uh, from Netflix, The Recruit. Great movie. Um, Brian Krause from SWAT. Uh, Tonnet Zen Carmelo. I don't know. <laughs> Easy for you to from, say. 
Tonneton (laughs) from Into the West. Uh, Marco Fuller, Troy James from Hellboy, and Tatanka Means from Maze Runner. Uh, Happy to send you a screener link. We have an audience score of 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, but are hoping for a review or mention from you. We'll hear you. All right. Yeah, uh, let's officially. let's get that let's get that screener. <laughs> yeah, there's an official HD trailer if you guys want to check that out. Uh, they they sent us a Venmo or a Vimeo copy, but I'm sure that the, the trailer right. is on YouTube somewhere. Um, please not, let me know what you think and uh, send that screener your way. Best from right. Katie Yoder. Sounds yeah, absolutely. Dude, I'll totally watch that. Yeah, so Wendigo. Watch. I love Wendigo movies. <laughs> we might we might even review it. Might even yeah. review yeah. it on the show. You remember when they teased us in the Pet Cemetery remake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this is a cool angle. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, I forgot That's about the- that. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> let, yeah, let, let's, let's not worry about this Wendigo over here. <laughs> Uh, that's it for feedback this week. Um, of course, our intro and new logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks. Uh, and Natsulani does the original skull artworks. Check her out on Instagram. Um, if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pay a commentary for a future bonus show. All right. Featured attractions. This week, it's time to ask. Once again, is it really that bad? Remakes. As we cover One Missed Call and Cabin Fever. Now, does One Missed Call count as a remake? I mean, it's kind of a remake. I guess so. I mean, same title, right? Same basic yeah. plot? I'm going to say yes. It's an American reimagining. Yeah. Reimagining. Okay. Well, like like, like the grudge. Like, I don't know if I right. consider the grudge of remake because it was just the american version of the same movie right but hmm. i'm glad like i was happy that they did that to the grudge because it introduced me to the grudge True. and True. and uh yeah you know the other one whatever the other right. one what was the other one ring ring yes ring <laughs> I, honestly i had never heard i think the original one's called juan yeah Yes, I'd that's right. Never that's heard right. of it, and then everybody was like, "The Ring is a American remake." I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, wait!" So, I think I think G One was the Grudge, wasn't it? Was it? I you know Don Danielle is yelling at us right now, right? Well, yeah. we we have some blind spots in certain areas. I don't know what the fuck G One means? <laughs> <laughs> so what was the Ring? I don't know. Ringu, I think. Ringo, yeah, that's what it, yeah, right. See? <laughs> Check out the big brain on fire. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> what ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English of what? <laughs> All right. That's my favorite line. <laughs> oh, they, ate, they ate mayonnaise with their fries. I think they ate mayonnaise with their fries. But they got from Big Kahuna Burger. Is <laughs> taste burger. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, one missed call from 2008. That's your voice. That's you. Dying. 
getting some bizarre phone call. I keep seeing things. Leanne got a phone call, and so did Shelly, right before they died. The girl's right. There's got to be some kind of connection here. It's like you get a voicemail. Call came in two nights ago. You hear your death. They get in your head, Beth. And then you die. Look, these things work here. They get in your head, Beth. I'm going to be next. I'll keep you safe. Any dead people call? We're not home. This girl needs protection. Everybody seems to be linked together somehow. We could trace it back to the source and find out who started this. Um, several people start receiving voicemails from their future selves messages, which include the date, time, and some of the details of their deaths. I appreciate that. Would make it easier to yeah. avoid. You would think. Yeah, yeah you would that's think, very right? that's very efficient. It yeah, like, really well. We, we, right? we appreciate you, Lance, every week giving us our notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like right. the spirit was giving this person their notes on whether yeah. you're going to die. Exactly. <laughs> um, and let's see. It was a, a J Horror remake. Let's see. The director is Eric Vallette. Um, writer is Andrew okay. Clavin. Um, Andrew Clavin. Uh, Yasushi okay. Akimoto and I'm not terrible at pronouncing Japanese names. <laughs> yeah, They're, usually Japanese isn't that hard. They pretty much to, go because phonetically it looks like how it sounds, yeah. right? <laughs> like well, like Spanish. Like I can deal with Spanish names because right? it's pronounced the way it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And, uh, we got some trivia here. We're sort of looking it up on the fly, so sorry for the delay here. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, we mentioned it earlier, was offered the chance to Uh direct it, but turned it down to work on Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. And I I like Hellboy 2. I almost like Hellboy 2 more than Hellboy 1. Yeah. Right. So he chose wisely then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now, did did he turn it down because he was working on something else, or did he just turn it down? Because <laughs> it's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, here's a fun one. Uh, while in preparation for the film, director Eric Vallette never watched the original Japanese version, One Miss Call, from 2003. Okay. And asked actors not to watch it either. That seems like a not good plan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see why he would do that. But trying to make his own version, you mean? Oh yeah. Ultimately, I think it ended up them making something they didn't know what they were making. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. I feel like, especially if it's an American version of a Japanese movie, right? Like, you're probably going to want that one to be more. Ah, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, Japanese. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you kind of want it to be a shot-for-shot remake, but... Yes, but with, like white, with white actors. <laughs> and I, w- I would think you would watch the original one, because the original one is done by Takashi Miike, and that, that director holds weight. 
in yeah, the industry. Yes. So, but this director was just like, nah, fuck his movie. Don't watch well, it. This director wasn't known for very much either. So, you know. He hasn't um, been known for much since. <laughs> that's years. right. Imagine that. Might be a reason for that because uh, Rotten Tomatoes declared this film to be the second worst film of the 2000s. Coming in oh, behind wow. Ballistic X and Sever from 2002. What? <laughs> oh, the... I know. With uh, Lucy Liu. Yeah, Lucy yeah. Liu. They were like assassins. That movie's yeah. horrible. Was it, was it that bad? Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it really that bad? Okay. Yeah, we don't need to do an episode on that one. Um, hmm. Sound designers used the voice of Skid Row frontman Sebastian Bach in the hospital basement sequence. What? Huh. The archive audio <laughs> came from Bach's scream at the begin at the beginning of Midnight Tornado, a song from the band's 1989 debut album Skid Row. Nice. nice. Sure. That's a nice little bit of trivia <laughs> right there. That's yeah. Now that's some trivia. I like it. Uh, all right, Brian, what do you think about one missed call? I didn't like it. <laughs> it's, well, there you go, <laughs> Lance. <laughs> it, it's a, uh, it's definitely a product of his time. It definitely felt like that oh, era, two thousands horror movie that they were just Flip. pumping out. Yeah, because yeah. flip phones. Uh, if if it was a successful Japanese or Korean horror movie at this time, you were getting right. Uh, a remake out of it an american version i should say yeah well you know j-horror was all the craze and they stuck to the same exact fucking (laughs) blueprint (laughs) i mean there's some decent actors in here Uh, what's her name shannon sossaman i I like her Yeah. Edward Burns, who played the detective, I, I felt like he was kind of underused. Ray Wise is in here, and no. he's in this movie for like Ham- five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> hamming it up for the whole five minutes too. Yeah, I mean that that storyline didn't even go anywhere. He got some girl killed on his religious paranormal show. Yes, didn't got get the footage. Video, on. Dude. Well, they didn't get the they didn't get the end. Did on you get? Video. He said, "Did you get that?" <laughs> no, man, we weren't rolling the tape. <laughs> And then you never see him. He was like, I'm out of here. I know. That was it. I mean, give me that, that fucking pen. He went to go talk to the lawyers. <laughs> I guess. I think, they, I think they played it very safe with the kills. Yeah. Because I, I, li- I do was like the... the 13 or R? Probably PG-13. I think I this one was PG-13. Very, very tame. Very tame. I, I didn't even really remember even hearing them swear that much in the movie. Well, yeah, the, the one guy said G. The one guy said G. Willikers. Remember? Well, that's oh, our rating right there. <laughs> G. Willikers. Um, I do like the concept of you getting a phone call, post dated. You know. Yeah. And it, and it's how and it's how you sound when you die. That that's creepy. But then. But did you? But did you really like it, Brian? I mean. Well, you called me a liar. Ugh. I. I'm just asking you, man. I mean, if you really think about it, was it really that cool of a concept? I mean, we just saw two Final Destination movies, okay? So, I don't so, know. Is this like the poor I, man's I Final don't Destination? Like it. it is a little Final Destination-y, I guess. Now that you think about it. Final Destination-ish? I, I don't think it was a 
terrible concept. I'm, I don't think I've ever watched the original Japanese movie, though. Is it? I assume it's probably better. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the original stuff. one got two sequels and a TV show in Japan. So right. Which this one did not get any any of that. And I'm trying to look it up. Who was the the one kid? Uh, He's very familiar. The one that died from the explosion, Um, put the rebar through him. Yeah, the one that was looked like he was on crack the whole time, or like he'd been smoking the blue math or something. It's like real jumpy, fidgety guy, right? Uh, He was on all the drugs, huh, Lance? Like the beginning. <laughs> looked like it, dude. He he sure looked like it, man. And then I thought, okay, is this gonna be like a Johnny Freddy Krueger thing? Because he was acting Lewis. like he didn't want. He looked like he didn't want to fall asleep, right? And That's I'm like, can it get you was. when you're sleeping? Lance, he was half sack on Sons of Anarchy. Oh god. Uh, okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. I now him. I get it. Now I get it. Okay. But I was like, do I know this guy, or does he just like look like every other right two thousands? teenage <sighs> douchebag <Right. laughs> half but the, the biggest flaw failure whatever you want to call it, this movie is you mm-hmm. have my girl Megan Good in yes. the movie for two minutes and 17 right. seconds uh, don't don't forget about her cat Brian she had the cat in there too I I'm sorry to animal lovers out there, but I thought that scene was hilarious when the ghost is like, nope, did forget about you. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was kind of like the only I don't know. part of the movie. I don't know if Megan Good only had 20 minutes to work on a, on a Friday or something, and right. that's all they can give her, or that's all she can give them, but to me, she was probably one of the most recognizable names or faces. Oh, so they movie. Oh, for they sure. They did the, they did the scream thing then, right? Where they get the most recognizable yeah. one and killed them off in the first scene. I get it now. Okay. Well, get yeah, it, get it cuz it's 2000s, I, get it? After the 90s, get it? Uh, <laughs> we saw Scream. Come on, you saw Scream. You get yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, cuz I was I saw I saw that scene and uh, I went to look at the cast and I was like, "Hey, wait a minute. Right. I know that girl. She's pretty good. How how can this mm-hmm. movie be that bad?" And yeah. uh <laughs> and I went and looked at the cast, and she's like not even fucking on there. <laughs> like, what the hell? And then she Let's died. See. I was like, oh, all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Big fake out. Those. You also have comedian Margaret Cho. She shows up in the movie for like yeah, two yeah. minutes. Really? Did I, was she? I think I blinked. I don't remember seeing her. Yeah, if you take all her scenes and put them together, <laughs> it, it'll yeah. probably make, make hit two minutes. There's a lot of people. Maybe, in this yeah, movie. the length of a trailer. I mean, like, yeah, I like guess there are. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, how did you convince talent them to be in it? Like, even as their main characters, there's definitely yeah. some talent. I just, it, I, I think that don't watch the Japanese version of this movie while we remake it was a really fucking right. bad idea. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I think I, I agree with you. I think. Them not watching it, they really didn't uh-huh. know what they were making or right. remaking. Yeah, so how could they be inspired, right? He's like, I want to make it my own. Well, then don't uh. fucking remake something. <laughs> <laughs> make, then make something else. <laughs> and I was very confused at the... the at, jumping to the end, it ends up being a little girl uh-huh. that's the, the, the cursed spirit 
Why did she keep changing her face into an alien face? <laughs> I mean, it's on the poster. It looks like an alien. Right. Sure. And you know, I, so I like the poster, mm-hmm. and I like the like that. There's some pretty good effects in this movie. I thought. Okay. Ish. I mean, at least some good yeah. visuals. You know, I mean, a lot of it is CGI, yeah. especially like the shit when well, they're sort of losing their mind. Some type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, right? Like, yeah, but stuff it's stuff like it's, when you're having a why, bad trip. Why yeah. did they glow? Does that just mean they were going to die? I guess. I think so. Oh. Yeah, I think so. But it definitely had some cool J horror visuals. But like, it's kind of where it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like the, the burn victim at the end there. She was right, like the, the mom. She's like crawling all oh, over. Yeah. She comes back to life or whatever. Ugh, pretty yeah, gross. That was probably the best scene because, I mean, we got the girl that sure. dies from falling on the train tracks, which we didn't even see. Right. You sort of oh, did. She yeah. kind of got like booted off the screen. You sort of. That was bad CGI, man. I laughed at that one. I'm, I'm sorry. That was, that was then we get uh, we I get half it. we get half set. Who gets the rebar through him? Which I, I do appreciate right. the build up to it because they kept making us think he's going to get hit by a car because he kept crossing the street like he yeah, didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's right. Yep, the old Final Destination bait yeah. switch, right? Yeah. And then you got the girl that had an accent for some reason that died on that TV show. <laughs> sure. She choked or something? Something on the hard candy, the red candy, maybe? Oh, yeah. that that's So, it. wait. What was that all about? The little red balls they kept pulling out of people. Because the, the, <laughs> the cursed girl that died, that that's the candy she would always give her little sister uh, that she kept in her pocket. Her, her favorite candy. Yeah. Yeah. Like her, Doesn't it make her, perfect her sense, calling, Philip? Come her, on. It was her calling yeah. card. Doesn't that make sense? Her calling card. <laughs> Figured the calling card know. would be the death. <laughs> how you know. She was there, and, you, you know, know the nobody knew she was involved. <laughs> and you know the phone call. <laughs> Oi. All right. I'm going to pass this one over to Lance. All right. Lance, what do you think? Man, this was a really bad. <laughs> movie so it really is that bad. oh wow yeah, well so why not just not answer the fucking phone well they didn't they left why the not they even took why the batteries the out remember that when you could take the batteries out of your phone well yeah but they also kept checking the fucking voicemail why check the voicemail just leave it there it never happened if you didn't hear it and you didn't see it like the kid was trying to say when he, when he kept, they kept faking you out that he was getting hit by the cars, and he was saying, if you don't recognize it, it doesn't exist. Like evil, you know, it can't well, get that, you. That did, that did work out for him. Didn't work out too well, did it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- my main point on this movie is, did, when when is, I was thinking, when is this movie ever going to end? Because when it started, I'm like, okay, an hour and 26 minutes. So when the uh, Burns dude drops... Sossaman off at her apartment and she's like trying to make it make make him come in and fuck her and like oh you don't want to come in i'll make you a hot toddy and you know and he's like ah, i gotta get back to work later <laughs> it's like what did that just happen okay <laughs> and so it's like um <clears throat> it's like i thought okay cool so the movie's over they may have one little final scene but that fucking movie went on another half an hour 
and it who, just it never who, fucking ended. Who goes home to get some rest after you just encountered evil spirits and dead bodies and that's true. You think you'd be pretty wired. Just gonna go it. home, take a shower, and then lay in I my mean, house with no lights awesome. on or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Put, I would put be the headphones so awesome. in and ignore the world. <laughs> hmm. Like terminate. Listen to the headphones. I don't know, man. This this was rough. This this was really bad. I mean, I'm trying to find something redeeming. Okay, so you guys were saying that the the effects there toward the end with the burnt mom in the hospital were pretty decent. Um, oh, how about that CGI baby in the crib that turned around? And, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> um, the visual effects, yeah, it was kind of, you know, like bizarre, like with the centipedes and stuff like that. I don't know if it made any sense. Like, why did they have people with, like Brian said, alien faces? Really? Well, why? So they had, like, screaming mouths for eyes. But why? Is what, but is why? what that was. I, I don't get it. Because it they, looks They never creepy. explained it. Okay, bingo. All right. Well, that's all I have to say, Philip. What do you, What do you think, man? <laughs> yeah, I I I, I kind of agree with you. I'm not I'm not sold on this movie. Uh, we'll bring it back to Alan Tudyk though, because uh, uh, Sossaman was in A Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Which was hey, a fantastic Ledger? movie. This one sucked. Up. <laughs> <laughs> if Heath Ledger had shown up in this, it would have been a whole other movie. But oh didn't. yeah. Well, I don't even know if he could have saved this. This had a pretty good cast. It was still a shitty movie. <laughs> it did have a good cast. Hey, you can have a movie yeah. with Ray Wise in it be this bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you introduce this. I know. Paranormal investigator, religious show or whatever, whatever it was. You right, introduce right. it and then it's completely out of the story like 15 minutes later. Man, he... Yeah. Could have been like the David Tennant. He could have been like the David Tennant in the Fright in the Fright Night remake, right? Yeah. He ended up being the reluctant hero. Yeah. But, but no. <laughs> in and out. Yeah, all these all these characters that we mentioned that were that had basically cameos in it, they should have been kind of pushed exactly, to the yeah. to the forefront and made made to be a bigger part of the story instead of these other people. I mean I guess well, you could say the other people didn't really matter because they were going to die. I guess. They were just cannon fodder, disposable, right? I yeah. guess. I, well, and even with that, like, it just... I, this movie's like an hour and mm-hmm. 30 minutes, man. It felt... I know, it felt so long. much longer. <laughs> like, I got so fucking Three hours, bored. man. It <laughs> felt longer than Bo is Afraid, Brian. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Felt that long. I mean, I do admit I checked the time on uh, how much was left in the movie. And when it right. said, like, the movie's only been playing for like 30 minutes, I was like, oh, oh man. No. I know. Oh. <laughs> we haven't well, even hit well an hour yet. Hell. <laughs> this, this, this one felt like a chore to get through. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe the story. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, I guess I have to watch the rest of it. Because, like, had it been up to me, I'd have turned this motherfucker off. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure oh, okay. I've seen it before. I, I just kind of forgot about it. Did you? Yeah. Not only did I have to watch the rest of it, guys, I had to fucking pay $3.99 to rent it. Yeah, I did too. Picking one that's not streaming anywhere. God damn it. <laughs> well, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> Ray, Wise got his, Ray Wise got his payday for me, man. 
Yeah. All right. So is it really that bad? Yes. <laughs> Scores. Brian, what do you think? Two. Two. <laughs> I thought it was a good cast. They were just misused. And uh, Megan Good gets her own point all by herself. And the she should have. <laughs> I, I, I do like Shannon Sossaman, but I would have yeah. liked it more if Megan Good was the lead. How about yeah. if they had both got naked? Right. Well, I mean, that's a bonus. <laughs> that's true. I think it would have been more than a two. Wentz? Two. Two. I think two is a fair score. Is it? <laughs> is it? Is it like the worst movie of the two thousands? Obviously not, because That's Ballistic X and Sever yeah. was. But yeah, <laughs> is it the? I I still don't think it's the second. I've seen worse movies, mm-hmm. but this one was really boring and hard to get through. Yeah, rough stuff, for, man. For what should have been awesome. Let's say this could be the worst out of the J-horror American remakes. Yes. There you go. For sure. Well put. Well put. I mean, because it's still basically the same fucking story. It's, ah, ghost story. You have to solve a mystery Mm -hmm. while you're dealing with... Haunted haunted cell phones. Yeah. Plus, (laughs) you throw in the cell phone thing. And I've never, I've never liked it when they did the... The technology mixed with ghost stories. Me shit. neither. That yeah. it irritates me. <laughs> ghost right. the machine, huh? So well, aside from that one. Uh so we'll uh we'll move on to the next one. Definitely don't recommend this guy. Uh we'll go Cabin Fever from 2016. I don't even know that I knew this existed. I, I thought I, had... <laughs> I thought I had seen it before, and then I started looking for it, and there was a Cabin Fever Patient Zero, and I think that's the one I saw. Yeah, if you feel like you've seen this movie before, it's because you have. It came out in 2002. Well, right. <laughs> so I was like, did they remake Cabin Fever? Oh yeah, I did see that. And then I went back and like was looking for it and I was like, oh, from 2016, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, there's, I, there's there's a sequel called Patient Zero that actually wasn't awful, I think. Yeah, I remember it's, uh, the prequel to the 2002 one. Yeah. Sorry, you know the dogs. All, All right. right. Uh so Cabin Fever from 2016. Uh, you're going to love it. It's just peace and relaxation. And relentless pounding for like six days. <laughs> Don't forget about the beer. Wow. Place is amazing. Sometimes you've known someone a really long time. You just want to kiss them just to see if they're a good kisser. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Whoa, whoa. Boy, that's how people get themselves shot. It looks like you guys were having some kind of party last night. While staying at a remote cabin for a week-long vacation, a group of five college friends succumb to an infectious, flesh-eating disease. 
Mm, sounds like cabin fever. Uh, director is Travis Zar Zarwini. Zarin Zar Zarwini. Sure. That doesn't those letters don't go together. Uh, writer, <laughs> writers are Eli Roth and uh, Randy Perlstein. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can find some trivia on this guy. That ought to be fun. Uh, most of the shots that are based on similar shots from the original are staged horizontally inverse to the original movie. Characters that were on the right-hand side of the screen in the original are shot on the left-hand side of the screen in this movie's recreation of that shot and vice versa, which seems stupid. Oh, <laughs> so that's how the Get movie's it. different. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If a character in one version is on the right, the new character in the newer version is going to be on the left. I guess so. Um, and the filmmakers used the same script from the original Cabin Fever. So, Saved I'd a lot of money. How that works. <laughs> uh, let's see. The dog belonging to Henry is named Pancakes. This was the one and only word spoken by Dennis in the original Cabin Fever from 2002, as well as the remake. Pissed me off so fucking much. What? Did they kill the dog? No. Well, yeah, but no. The In the original one, when the little kid says pancakes and he does all that right? awesome martial arts stuff for no damn reason, it's just such a weird scene. And, and they totally one, killed it here. This one, they <clears throat> used it to, to be the name of the dog. So it's not yeah. as random. Yeah, hmm. that's true. It's a good point. Wow. Um, all right. So, Brian, what do you think about the Cabin Fever remake? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pointless movie it's almost a shot for shot remake with little minor things well, that have changed like i said the scene with the, the little kid that says mm -hmm. pancakes they gave a meaning right. to pancakes now okay so sure. when when the little kid says pancakes and bites the one kid mm -hmm. it's not as random and weird mm -hmm. as the original one in the original, was was the kid wearing the bunny mask with a paper no. plate on it? Okay. He's just sitting there with a mullet on a porch. Right. Yelling pancake? He says pancakes and bites the guy. Right. And then later, when they come back from help, he yells pancakes and he starts doing Van Damme kicks in the air for no reason. And it's so random and hilarious. <laughs> That sounds awesome. <laughs> it's like I'll have to go back and watch your original. Yeah, that's the one I want to see. It. It's like Brighter what made strong, that movie man. so good because the original one, at the same time, it mm -hmm. made you feel kind of gross and disgusting because of all right. the, the skin bacteria stuff. It also had random moments of humor that you were just like, where did that come from? But it worked for that movie. You get nothing of that. Mm-hmm. This is a soulless remake. It's almost shot for yeah. shot. They tried to up certain aspects of it because in the original one, the guy basically had a, a upgraded BB gun. In this okay. one, he has an assault rifle. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
<clears throat> which I have some things to say about. Okay. That's not even a fucking. <laughs> no, he <laughs> gets a fucking fully automatic. <laughs> that, that doesn't even make any sense. That is kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, they uh, they also changed the fact that uh, one of the guys still <laughs> the one the one guy in the original one that, that made it all the way through the end. He made it because he made a bet that he can drink beer the entire time there. That's right. So he didn't drink the water. Get it? <laughs> this guy drinks the water. And it kind of takes away that whole scene at the end when he's like, I made yeah. it. I made it. And then they just blow him away. <laughs> wow, it sounds like this is a bad version of the original. It is. It's like Yeah. Let's let's take the humor and heart and everything out of the original one that made it so good. Mm-hmm. And there you go. And huh. then we cast a bunch of people that I have no idea who they are. We don't even get I don't I think they know who they are. I was expecting Eli Roth to show show up with his dog I did too. Combo, I or whatever sure his dog's would, name was. He would be a cameo. What was his name? Uh, he, I think his name was Grim, and his dog was Doctor Mambo. Yeah, Grimace. <laughs> That's right. And then <clears throat> they switched the the deputy to a woman, and they kept doing she this was thing where. Like a- Super they kept sexy do- woman. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind. I didn't mind. She was nice to look at, but they kept doing this thing mm-hmm. where she kept pulling her sunglasses down just a little bit to focus yes, on the scar on her face. I was like, "Is this going to lead to somewhere, or is this supposed to it be didn't. that she's badass?" I guess. I was wondering where that came from. I was like, "Are we doing something right. with this, or is it just?" Is that is it a mark that's actually yeah. on her face? <laughs> like, and I mean, she didn't why even have this. Show it if they weren't going to do something. She didn't like even it, have right? the same attitude as the original deputy because he was the guy that was like, "Oh, I'm the party man. Where's the party at?" You know, he was that that guy, but he was the deputy, and she's oh, just. Oh, and she kept saying, "Oh, you're the party man." Now yeah, I but get it. Okay, it, it it didn't hit the same way, and then right. she would pull her sunglasses down again. Yeah. Yes, okay, we, we noticed the scar and just nothing about it. Yeah. I, I don't there know. So many things that didn't make sense. So many things. Like this is not how normal yeah. humans act. But but not in a fun <laughs> but not in a fun surrealistic way, right? Like the little kids saying pancakes and doing Van Damme. Right. And I believe the one that is the quote unquote writer you guys know who Ryder Strong is. He was the main character in yeah. the original mm-hmm. one boy meets world Boy meets world yeah i believe <laughs> the one that plays him in this one is mm-hmm. you guys recognize his last name matthew daddario yeah i was yes. wondering is there any relation to he is the little brother oh of, look of at that. big boobs big okay. eyes alexander daddario hmm. i'll bet he, he did a little i'll bet he stuff. i'll bet he did a little Peeping Tom Foolery when he was growing up. What do y'all think? Oh, he's weird as shit. But he's like the only one that I can say is recognizable just off of his last name. Uh-huh. I have no idea who right. anybody is in this movie. Yeah, I don't recognize anybody either. Like at so all. I, it just makes me wonder, why did Eli Ross sign off on... I mean, is, obviously he got paid. Is he why that self-absorbed? 
to say, hey, that? look, see, my movie wasn't so bad after all, guys. Sorry. I don't know. I don't even know why they made this movie. Like, it wasn't that far off from the original, and yeah. like, like you said, it, it really didn't have a whole lot of heart to it. It, it mm-hmm. was just even some of the way some of the scenes are shot, like the one girl uh, that he has sex with, and then she takes the bath. Mm-hmm. The way they did the bath scene, they tried to oh, they overdid it with the. The full the 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 bath water was just all bloody, and then she had a giant chunk right. coming off her leg. The the way mm-hmm. they did it in the original one, when she shaved her leg, you just yeah. seen it take off the skin here, like little little patches here and there. Right. Yeah, like if right. you're gonna do a shot for shot remake, I feel like I, it should uh, be if this better. movie had been like from the fucking '60s or something, and you're doing a shot for shot remake of it now, right. I get that. But this was not in any way, shape, or form better than the original. Yeah. I, I did find the one scene hilarious. Because when he, the main, the main guy, has to kill the, his, the girl of his dreams, the one he has a crush on. Mm-hmm. In the original one, he just straight up kills her with a shovel. She's dead. Right. This right. one, he damn near chops her jaw off. And I know. She's still alive, yelling at him, like, what are you doing? And then he pours gasoline on her, and then she's screaming <laughs> from all the pain of the gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, dude. I was like, this is a mercy kill? You set her on fire? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, Mr. Mister Daddario, you are horrible at killing somebody. <laughs> let, me, let me put her out of her misery by burning her to death. <laughs> <laughs> to burning her alive. <laughs> Like, but what see, the fuck, man? I think <laughs> even Christ. even though I felt even though I felt that it was hilarious, I felt like that's not how they were filming the scene. Right. It's like the scenes that I found hilarious were not were supposed to be yeah. straightforward. <laughs> that was that was by far the worst of the plot holes. There's plenty of them with the gun because that doesn't make any sense okay. at all. Okay, you brought up the gun. Oh, well, I just, there's, okay, that one actually is probably actually an assault rifle, but how in the fuck did he get a hold of a fully automatic anything? Like an M4, which is what the it's AR like is based off automatic. of? Like a military. It's not. I mean, it's it's a three-round burst. You don't get a fully automatic unless you put like a fully automatic trigger switch in. Like, you can't just go fucking buy one of those. This fucking douchebag can't get this one This fucking sure. idiot. There's no way he know where to go. <laughs> violated every fucking gun safety everything <laughs> like why why did they let him keep the gun he almost shot the dude in the first scene <laughs> yeah and then uh I, and then there's just some mechanical things that don't work out with it but like the the the, the one that irritated me the most was when uh was was the was the burning alive scene it, was, it just didn't make any sense okay i was like okay so you ran out of bullets mm-hmm. even though Ten minutes later, they're still shooting somebody with it. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> I was going to like, I no, swear really. he ran out of bullets and he couldn't kill her that way, but yet he was able to kill off the the, the shopkeepers that came after him with the yeah. gun. <laughs> and I don't remember seeing him reload or anything. No, he didn't. And, and he click, 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 click. Uh, that, that's not how that works either. But still. <laughs> and then he sets her. <laughs> 
<laughs> on fire to put her out of her misery <laughs> like a fucking witch in the 1600s right <laughs> like it makes no sense like it, it was it was at that point where i was like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> i will give it credit though that was good makeup effects on her jaw oh yeah there was there was a lot of blood and a lot of gore and that was pretty cool but how did that not kill her i don't know if she'd still be talking <laughs> she was not happy about not being killed. I, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> you motherfucker, finish the job. <laughs> Although as soon as he started dumping gasoline on me, I'd be like, "What the fuck right? are you doing?" <laughs> well, not, she, she tried. She tried. The shovel, dude, hit me with the shovel again. How about that? <laughs> Lance. I, I don't have much to add. I mean, there's not too much that we haven't already covered. This this is terrible. I mean, holy fucking shit. <clears throat> the only the only thing I can think of is that Eli Roth purposely had this movie made so he could prove to everyone that he's a great director, even though we all know he's a hack. Because he's going to say, oh, see how much better mine was that I directed? And he hired the most obscure, unknown filmmaker. This dude's not, done nothing but shorts. Before or since, so oh, you got you got to start I don't get somewhere. It. <clears throat> yeah, but he's the guy that did smile. The the guy that did smile. True. That movie was based off of but a short. This guy did not do smile, Brian. <laughs> Safe to say, this is this this is absolutely fucking atrocious, man. It it ah oh, man, it, it, there's nothing. There's I don't find much redeeming about it. I mean. Was it more entertaining than one missed call? No. Yes. Yes. No. At no, least they at least they tried to do something in missed okay. call. Okay. Yeah, miss missed call was more entertaining because you had at least cameos from Margaret Cho, Ray Wise, and then you had Ed Burns in there and you know, Shannon Sossman looking sexy and her friend looking sexy and Megan Good with wonderful cleavage looking sexy. You know, I mean this was just Garbage. Just not much this, to it. This one held my attention more than one missed call. Did it? Okay. Yeah. Well, just because there was at least stuff happening. Yeah. It well, it held my attention <laughs> because I was just mm-hmm. in like bewilderment. Waiting for something good to happen. No, I was in <laughs> bewilderment on what what's happening. Yeah. Uh, how can you make essentially the same movie and it be bad? Be worried. Yeah. I I kept thinking like when they were doing the, you know the shaving in the legs uh, in the in the bathtub scene and then the sex scene with the back and all that I was like dude these are like the exact same scenes that were why are you remaking this movie yeah and the, shop, and, the, and the sex scene like they in the original one after he has sex with her he goes to the bathroom and he pours Listerine on his on his dick this one you on just completely movie. just jump to another scene. <laughs> Well, in the in the first movie, didn't he go down on the girl and come up with a bloody mouth? And on this one, he just put his finger in there. No, I don't think uh, so. For some reason, I thought that that had happened. Okay, all right. It does sound kind of familiar, though. I, I I'm yeah, almost positive about. that happened in another movie, but the same same scene. Yeah, yeah same basic <laughs> idea. Gotcha. Except I think in the original one, it was a little. <laughs> 
creepy because she was sleeping when he did it. <laughs> and this one, she's I fully seen the awake. original in a long time. Uh, I right, it didn't well. even click that this was really a shot-for-shot shot remake until they started doing like the right. the really iconic Same scenes. scenes. Well, I yeah, mean the yeah. trivia. Like you, you read it in the trivia. I mean they just yeah, went with the Same original script. script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Scores, Brian. What do you think? One. Ooh, worse. Lance. One. Ouch. Hmm. I'm gonna give this one a two also, because, like, I feel like it was more entertaining than one missed call. But okay. On originality, obviously there is zero. <laughs> so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, literally, obviously, huh? <laughs> so, eh. okay. I give it. A, I, if I was gonna watch one of one or the other again, it would not be one missed call. That's terrible. I don't think I'd ever watch either of these again. But uh, no, probably. I see. Not. I see your point. I see your. Gun point. to your head, though. You have to watch one or the other. What yeah. is it gonna be? Well, but we we did answer that question. Is is mm-hmm. it really that bad? Yes, yes, we did. Both yeah. of these De- movies are really that definitively. bad. <laughs> definitively. Definitively. Yep. They definitely are. <laughs> no right. hidden so gem here good. tonight. They're just bad. Not tonight. Not tonight. No lep in the hood tonight. So, uh, no. <laughs> as always, as always, wanna, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. Uh, you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or go to our website, thehorrorreturns.com. Follow our social media links from there. Uh, Next week, it is going to be the horror films of New Zealand, as we are joined by Bede and Marcy from uh, not too far from New Zealand. They're from Australia, so close enough. And uh, the Super Network will be well represented. So, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night.